This is the Nate Shellman Show podcast from News Talk, KBOI Boise. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI. Well, let's see here. Uh, Mike Casper's on vacation. Rick Worthington is still uh, enjoying his 4th of July weekend. I just heard Ron O'Brien. And let's see, who else is here? <laughs> well, I'm Oh, here. hi. Yeah. I'm Nate Shellman. I'm not Mike Casper. I know. Nor, nor am I Rick Worthington. I, I could tell that almost immediately when oh. you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> I was here. I was here early. Uh, That's true. As we, get, as we get started here on the Wednesday after the 4th of July, also known as July 5th, uh, I want apologies from people. Okay. I, I want who, apologies. From, from, who, from whom would you uh, like an apology? From everyone who set off fireworks after midnight last oh. night. That's going to be a lot of people. That's, I think, you people owe other people an apology. <laughs> the poor people, the, the poor baristas at the coffee shop this morning, normally I don't say this. Yeah. But the, <laughs> you figure they work around the chemical that helps wake people up and they're still tired. Caffeine. Yes. Okay. Yes, among well, yeah. Don't want to get confused with the White House this weekend, but they work around the coffee, and they're dragging. Everyone, if you have to go to work early today and you were able to sleep through, now some of you didn't have it as bad as I had it in East Boise last night, Chris. Okay, you had it uh, what past midnight? You were done. Yeah. Well, I t- t- here's here's the deal. I I went to sleep around nine o'clock last night. Okay. And uh, I woke up a little after midnight, and uh, Debbie was still awake. She was watching some TV, but mm-hmm. she said that the fireworks had started right about ten o'clock. You know, boom, 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 all over the neighborhood. But That's the, fine. But they'd kind of wrapped up about just shortly after midnight. Normally, other years, especially those years when everybody had the next day off, which, by the way, this wasn't one of. No. Uh, they would go till two in the morning, but I think they wrapped it up a little after midnight in our neighborhood last night, which is unusual. I mean, we've, I've, I've been living there since two thousand five, and this is the first year that they've wrapped it up before one a.m. <laughs> and those people are still asleep. The people that set off fireworks at one, two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. they're still asleep. Meanwhile, the rest of us had to wake up at some point. East Boise, uh, I'm out by uh, Timberline. Yeah. So yeah. Two thirty, two thirty was when I about when I heard the last one go off. Now Nampa, how about you? It, it, listen for those of you that are that had to get up early. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the guy last night who went outside in my shorts, started shaking my fist at the neighborhood. Why that's positively unpatriotic, and that's the thing. You know, I'm I'm, I'm trying. All right, everybody, everybody gets to have a good time. I'm trying to be a nicer guy, right? I'm not trying to be so. I've been called curmudgeonly. I've been called uh, uh, angry. Um, just an, uh, I get called a number of names. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, I'm the jerk who likes to be asleep <laughs> sometime between midnight and one a.m. Especially when I got to fill in for the guys. 208-336-3700. Now I know it's early. I know it's early. Yeah. I don't is. need to know your I don't need to know your exact street address. Just give me the area. Just give me the area. If you're awake right now, what time did you stop hearing fireworks last night? Also, for those of you that were able to <laughs> sleep through it, um That would be me. I uh 
Did you do you do that uh, without any help? Yeah, I, I can sleep through anything. Teach me. I, I'm I'm asleep right now. Teach me your ways. <laughs> how did you? How do you do it? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a thing with me. My my eyes closed, and it's like uh, you know. I could have taken a substance, and well, that's I, I definitely would have been able to. Yeah, there uh, are there are sleep aids out yes, there in the world. Uh, yeah, usually, a Tylenol PM will knock it knock me right out. But I also wanted to be awake for today's show. You know, I could have taken NyQuil. I could have taken anything. If you're awake, and then, and then you come in this morning and go, "Hey, it was really good here." It was uh, yeah. fantastic. Your everything you say becomes a long vowel movement. It's today the fourth. Poor Ron. Ron's out there in Nampa. Is that right? I think they're still celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Nampa, parts of CUNA, parts of Star, they're still celebrating mm. 4th of July. on the They just carried over. Why not? Tell you what, though, it was fun. It was fun waking up yesterday. We, we'll call July Pride in America Month. Yes, yes. It was fun waking up yesterday with the, uh, with the return of the 4th uh, of July parade mm-hmm. downtown Boise. It, it was very fun. Uh, you were in on the planning this year, yeah, and you, yeah, and you want to do that every year, right? I man, I tell you what, <laughs> I can just tell by the look in your eyes. No, you know what? The the Baird family did it for decades, mm-hmm. and uh, I, you know, I think a lot of people kind of tilted their head because they said they wanted to take a break from from doing it. They 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 were the ones who basically I don't want to say single handedly, but led the charge. Yeah. If not single handedly. For a Boise Fourth of July parade. Correct. Mm-hmm. And them uh, them putting the uh, parade aside did coincide with uh, with COVID and all the rules and so on and so forth. Right. It uh, the yeoman's work it takes to plan a parade and all the different intricacies that goes into planning a parade is uh I mean, if you take a step back, it's fascinating. You know all the, uh, the 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 work that the police. I always did. take a step back, and yes, it is fascinating. <laughs> the work that the police did, uh, just all all trying to get the sound and trying to get all the 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 the, uh, the breakfast for the uh, for the volunteers. Wow. Also, want to thank uh, Albertsons for for the food for that and the Veterans Entrepreneurial um, Association for uh, for for staffing that and putting in in helping that. Uh, and, and then trying to get people to participate in the parade, mm-hmm. which we thought we were going to have a hard time doing because there were different, uh, you know, different parades all over. Uh, Stars got a huge one, uh, cute, you know, j- everywhere. Melba's got a huge, uh, huge Fourth of July parade, and a lot of towns kind of uh, picked up after Boise's Fourth uh, of July parade went. And you know, we we didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good seeing uh, uh, Butch Otter, Lori Otter yesterday. Uh, as as they were uh, they were helping us uh, MC and I didn't see the entire parade route. We're only in one location, right yeah. by the Capitol. Don't they all go by you? Well, yeah, they go by me. But you know, the funny thing is, is the the people are there to see the parade. Right. I'm there to see the people. Oh, I see. You know, I, I'm there to see so how, how big you, the crowd. You, you would have had to probably walk the parade route in order to see all the people. Yes, which okay. is not going to happen. No, uh, at all, uh, ever. But. <laughs> I saw the videos and the pictures that people took after, mm-hmm. and I was amazed. You know, when you when you have a number of of people that put in actually more hours than I ever did. Uh, I think of all the fifty two meetings that were uh, that were involved in putting on the parade. I think I went to about five. So, <laughs> I, I, I'm 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 I, I have a thing in the afternoon uh, that I, I I normally am busy with, mm. but and that's uh, when they have the meetings afternoons. Yes, <laughs> so. 
Uh, I can't thank Todd Christensen from CapEd enough. I really can't because you know he he led the charge on this, and the goal is to grow this parade uh, seismically between now and uh, you know for for the uh, for the hundred fiftieth. So cool. So, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be neat to do that. And watching it grow from here where we are, sure, there were some hiccups yesterday. And I think a lot of people on social media pointed out every single one of them. Yeah, and and by the way, on the third, Idaho did turn 133 years old. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And uh, it was was good. I I should have brought that up to uh, Governor Rotter yesterday because I think he was there for the first one. Mm -hmm. So... um, Throw out the first pitch. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. KBOI News Time, 615... It is time for sports. Brought to you this morning, as always, by the Port Belly in CUNA, 271 North Avenue B in CUNA, to be exact. They are open seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m., and uh, they have uh, all sorts of wonderful foods. They're called the Pork Belly because they specialize in breakfast. They have uh, tr- uh, fantastic bacon. Uh, neat eats and hip drips is what you'll find at the pork belly. What we need to do is see if Chef Wally would be up to doing a bacon eating contest on the Fourth of July because I had my hot dog would, eating contest. Would he be the one that just had to cook the bacon? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, we'll find other people to eat the bacon. Uh-huh. Uh, my hot dog eating contest in New York uh, went off on a rain delay. Apparently, and I didn't know this, you can't competitively eat. Hot dogs while it's storming rain outside. I did not know that. I didn't either. However, this was on Coney Island, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. However, uh, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest went off, and uh, hey, take a guess who won. With 62 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes for his 16th win, I give you the number one ranked eater in the world, Joey Chestnut. <laughs> 62 hot dogs Holy and Toledo. buns in 10 minutes. 16th champion, which uh, I, I think means that he's done better than the Lakers and Celtics. Mm, just uh, a tad, yeah. Definitely better than Jordan. So congratulations <laughs> to Joey Chestnut. Better now, at, at hot dog eating contests anyway. Just go to the store. Go to the store and you see a package of 25 hot dogs. Right. And he ate two, he ate two of those and 12 more. KBOI News Time 616. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nate Schellen here filling in for Mike Casper. Rick Worthington also with the day off today. But if you want to email us, go ahead. Email Mike Casper anyway because he's awake. And uh, <laughs> apparently he's he's just going to send us the email. Yeah, so he'll, he'll forward it to us, I guess. Go ahead. Tell him how much you miss him, especially now that you get to hear me in the morning with Chris Walton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike at KBOI.com. And uh, Mr. Walton, what do we have? Tim has written in to Mike Casper, who then sent it to us, and said, can someone explain to me how launching illegal fireworks in Napa at 1.15 a.m. on July 5th is considered celebrating Independence Day? Where is Nampa's do-nothing mayor as this becomes worse each year? Why is Nampa PD sitting on their hands as the city is burning around them? Am I the only person that finds all these illegal fireworks disrespectful towards veterans that served in actual war zones? Clearly, the leaders in Nampa don't respect the impact these fireworks may have on veterans. Well, I mean, to be fair, we, we don't know that veterans aren't one of the ones, you know, setting off the fireworks. And I don't know that all the fireworks that went off were illegal. 
Well, I mean, the time the time of night should be illegal. Period. Yeah, I'm, midnight is a good time to wrap things up. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess when you figure in the time delay between Ada County, Canyon County, it might go to 1, 2 in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and everything's kind of on a delay there. If it's getting worse every year, it's probably just because Nampa gets larger every year. However, the idea of calling the police for it yeah. is is that that to me is just a bridge too far because i i saw a thing yesterday <laughs> it said reasons to dial 911 on the 4th of July right and uh, let's see one of them was uh, okay reasons to and not to yeah if you if you if your people are setting off fireworks in your neighborhood don't call yeah if the uh, you know if 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 there are uh, Pieces of firework landing in your yard. Don't call. If your there house are, is on fire. If your house is on fire, call. If there are pieces of bodies landing in your yard, yes, call. Call. Uh, if uh, if your wife can't sleep and is upset, don't call. If uh, if your cat is upset, don't call. If your cat begins to return fire, call. There, it, was, <laughs> it, it was it was kind of a long list, but uh-huh. basically it was. If you're just going to complain about the noise, don't call the cops because there's going to be noise everywhere. However, and, Tim, and last I night, share your frustration. Yeah, and, and Debbie has this this app where she gets uh, all the notices from the local police. Okay, and uh, just one after the other: vegetation fire, vegetation fire, vegetation fire, vegetation mm. fire. People were setting fire to vegetation, apparently grass and stuff like that everywhere. KBOI News Time six twenty six. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. For those of you that had to wake up this morning, we're, we woke up with you. Nate Shellman here filling in for Mike Casper, Chris Walton there. Mm-hmm. This is still Casper and Chris. Mike Casper will be back next week, scheduled to be back next week. Rick Worthington scheduled to be back tomorrow. Uh, a number of uh, number of fires were uh, were reported yesterday uh, late at night. A bunch. Uh, however, you know, Most, after, mostly grass fires. After a day of celebration, uh, you know, some people wanted to set off fireworks late into the night. However, uh, there were parades that were going on all over the country in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. The parade went on. There was, and uh, Ron DeSantis happened to be there. He wasn't in Florida, but he was in New Hampshire okay. uh, campaigning, obviously, and decided to walk in casual clothing in a parade they had there. And the skies opened up and just drenched everybody. And somebody tweeted that, you know, did he pay attention to the metaphor? Mm. That it, his parade was being rained upon. <laughs> <laughs> and I am thinking that might have been the Trump campaign that uh, tweeted that. I'm just saying. It's funny. It wasn't Donald Trump himself because he doesn't tweet. But he he puts plenty on Truth Social. I, I I read those too. Yesterday we had the we had both the Idaho Democrat Party and the Idaho Republican Party both be a uh, both be a sponsor mm-hmm. of the return of the Fourth of July parade to uh, downtown Boise before the parade started. So a bipartisan parade. It was a it it was and city of Boise had entries uh, in in the uh, in the parade as well. Uh, Mayor McLean. Uh, did start off with the reading of the Declaration of Independence uh, to start the uh, to start the festivities off, and uh, also got I got to give a personal uh, shout out to uh, Boise City Councilwoman Lucy Wiltz for her help and I I, I want to say her knowledge her know how in helping uh, bring the parade back to uh, to downtown Boise. So it was it was it was 
Good to have the city support yeah. bringing the parade back as well and to all the volunteers uh, all along the parade route. It's good to get people out in public for a little togetherness once in a while after the last few years. Now, there there was a rule that we're trying to work on for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody was happy with the rule, and I get it. We were told uh, don't, don't throw out candy. You know, don't 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 throw candy out to the crowd because they, there's concern about the kids running in, yeah, stepping into the street to get it. Yeah. How, however, I do have to give uh, an, another accolades. While the rule said don't throw out candy, no one said don't hand out candy. Yeah, that's right. Dorothy Moon walked in the parade for the uh, with the Idaho Republican Party and was just handing candy to to people standing by. They bought thousands of dollars worth of candy and they were just handing candy out, not chucking it on the street like they did when you and I were kids. Yeah. Uh, but just handing it to them. So those well, she probably liked that because then she could give it to who she wants. Ex- well, <laughs> she's giving it to the kids. Stop it! Stop it! Stop! Come on, it. she has a great sense of humor. Just kidding. Also, uh, also when the uh, when, when the uh, when the Army National Guard rolled through, um, at some point during the broadcast, yeah. We were excited to have everybody back, and uh, I, I want to say they probably got one of the bigger pops, uh, the U.S. Marine Corps, mm-hmm. uh, Gowan, and, and the uh, in the National Guard. Uh, Governor Otter just took his microphone and just went right out into the parade. Just Did he really? To, just to say hi and give high fives to everybody out there. Like he was Phil Donahue. It was, it was just, he was just so happy to be there and just so happy to be uh, taking part in everything. So it was... It was neat. Uh, it, was, it was neat to watch him do that. Just kind of enjoy the Fourth of July oh, like cool. a kid. And uh, uh, also got a, uh, a shout out to the uh, the Zamzos family, uh, Jim, Callie, Joss, the entire Zamzos family for uh, not only being there but also purchasing a thousand little flags, uh, American flags, uh, to hand out to. Um, hey, that's appropriate. Well, uh, there was a there was a Twitter account from the National Republican Party. Oh, <laughs> yeah! It, it had uh, it had a big Happy Fourth of July thing, and it had crossed uh, flags, and you know they were red, white, and blue, and it looked great until you realized that they were the flags of the country of Liberia. Now, granted, they look a lot like the American flag, but they're not. But they're different. Yeah. So th- they took that down eventually. Traffic and weather right now. Today from ten to one, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Mike Casper taking the day off. I don't know if it has anything to do with him being a distant, distant runner-up in the uh, hot dog eating contest yesterday, or if he had a scheduled vacation. But I'm in this morning alongside uh, Chris Walton. Hello. Have you ever thought about doing one of those? One of those hot dog eating contests? Uh, I've been in a, a food eating contest only one time, and I won. It was a pie eating contest. Okay. And uh, they gave everybody one pie to eat, and then they were going to weigh what was left. Oh. And I just gave them back a pan. Oh, nice. Because, I mean, I was the, they just went ahead and gave me the prize because I was the only one who finished an entire pie. And I got done about like eight nine minutes before the thing was over. Still can't get. I mean, sixty two isn't the record, but no, seventy six is is the record. But it's also a Joey Chestnut record. Sure, but uh, he could have eaten fourteen more than he did yesterday. But he ate enough to win ten minutes. The women's uh, contest was won by Mickey Sudo, who also holds the women's world record, uh, eating forty eight and a half hot dogs in ten minutes. She won yesterday with thirty nine and a half. Oh, slacker. 
Yeah, they didn't try for world records yesterday. And the bun. I mean, it's it's not just oh, yeah, it's yeah. not just the dog. It's the dog and the bun. Yeah. It's the hot dog and well, the and bun. You, you've seen how they do it. They uh, they dip it in water and soak the bun so it just goes down easier. I can't I can't eat while they while I watch them do that. No, I can't. No, they're mm. they're, they're not enjoying hot dogs. See, I like to have one or two and enjoy them. What do you enjoy the taste? Yeah. I put mustard and stuff all over. I was going to say it's a, basically a vehicle to get the mustard relish and, and, well, and, and it, ketchup. And, and there are different kinds of hot dogs. I, yes. I mean, we we buy the the giant like kosher ones. See, why can't people do that at one, two o'clock in the morning? Because I I was smelling that all day. People the hot dog contest. No, but I mean cooking. You know, oh, I see. People were people were smoking their ribs, their brisket, whatever it was they mm-hmm. wanted. They were grilling. That was nice. You know what? Go ahead, do that because it's quiet as well. Mm-hmm. But I. I can fall asleep to that. You 2 a.m. You can fall asleep to quiet. Yes. <sighs> it's not quiet at Pork Belly where Chef Wally no. probably has the uh, probably has us blaring right now Pork. while he's while while he's getting ready and, and cooking up a whole bunch of bacon. And if you want to go in there for your choice mm-hmm. of gosh, you want an omelet? Do you want the uh, Porky's toast? Or at downtown Cuna, the Pork Belly. Pork Belly, uh, home of Neat Eats and Hip Drips at 271 North Avenue B in Cuna. They're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m., which means they'll be open in 15 minutes. Get over there. KBOI Sports? Yes, it's time for sports, which is me. In Major League Baseball, we are six days away from the 2023 All-Star Game in Seattle. And as of yesterday, we know... Two players in the American League starting lineup who won't be playing their usual starting positions. Shohei Otani left Tuesday's Los Angeles Angels loss to the Padres with a finger blister in the sixth inning for a pitcher. That's important. Otani will probably still be the American League starting designated hitter, but he has announced he will not be pitching in the All-Star game. Also from the Angels, perennial All-Star starting center fielder Mike Trout Broke a bone, fouling off a pitch on Monday. He will miss at least the next several weeks, and that includes the All-Star game and festivities. And Angels third baseman Anthony Rendon also left yesterday's game after fouling a ball off his shin. X-rays were negative. He will not go on the disabled list. Now for San Diego, longtime slugger Nelson Cruz may, I say may because you never know, have reached the end of his career. He was designated by the Padres for assignment meaning that he will more than likely be given his release. May hook up with another team, but Cruz is 43 years old. He's hitting two forty five for the season. Uh, the Padres are his fourth team in four years. Now, Cruz has 464 career home runs. That's 37th all-time. Traffic and weather right now. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Coffee's starting to kick in. I need the coffee. Mm. I need the coffee after last night. <sighs> Nate Shellman here filling in for Mike Casper. You shouldn't have stayed up so late listening to other people's fireworks. I didn't <laughs> have a choice. <sighs> I know that. I'm two, two thirty. Two, two thirty. Yeah, somewhere around there. Not everybody's like you, Chris. Not everybody can just close their eyes and, and fall asleep. Go to sleep for hours. Like yeah. an animal. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> naturally. You did it naturally. Like a bear, only, you know, 89 days uh, shorter. Only less hairy. <laughs> a, a little. <laughs> Not much. 
Oh, welcome in. Happy happy uh, July 5th, everyone. Uh, uh, East Boise. Uh, if, by the way, if you know of, if any of your coworkers uh, live in East Boise, uh, they're going to sound like me today. They're going to sound, or on the bench, they're going to look like Elizabeth, who, uh, bless her heart, did manage to come into work on time because she didn't get any sleep. Hmm. Uh, those of you in Nampa, uh, I'm told you're still setting off fireworks all night long. Actually, uh, <laughs> no, according to Ron, that start, it stopped around 2.33 o'clock. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I, I'm trying to not sound curmudgeonly, right? Because I'll never the fireworks displays. You, you, may, be, you may be failing. I don't, you know what? I don't care. I'm, I'm underslept. I know. You know how I get when I don't have my sleep. Tired? Grumpy? Yeah. Loud? Obnoxious? Tired? Did I mention tired? Yeah. I should mention tired. I mean, Some... that, that's the main difference. The grumpy and obnoxious could really appear at any time. But uh... <laughs> Some people have jobs. Yeah, that's true. Some people have to work. You can celebrate America and still go to bed at midnight. The two things can happen at the same time. <sighs> but I don't want to call the cops. Well, the cops wouldn't show up anyway just for people making noise late on the 4th of July. Where's all the HOA people? Well, I mean, uh, there's... there's I'm uh, told, I think they're the ones outside setting off fireworks. Then they're violating their own codes and rules. If you're mm-hmm. going to tell everyone what color their house is and, and tell everyone where they can and can't park, go ahead and enforce the noise ordinance while you're at it. My uncle uh, lived in Arizona in, a, in an HOA community and first time I ever visited, he says, as you can see, you can paint your house uh, any color you want in this neighborhood as long as it's beige. And he, I, and he was right. I I want people to have fun. I want people to, to, to be patriotic, to celebrate. I mean, hell, you, you spent $20 on the firework. Go ahead. Set it off. Yeah, each one. Yeah. Go ahead. Set it off. Do it. Can you do it before midnight? The sun went down at 10 o'clock. It gives you two hours of dark to set off your firework. Mm-hmm. Did you buy so many fireworks you couldn't set it off in two hours? Don't lie. Don't lie. I did watch some live fireworks. Uh, the, the ones in Miami were really good. I watched those on TikTok because, you know, people can be live on TikTok. Right. And so people just set up their phones and show the whole thing. You have TikTok. And uh, what's that? You have TikTok? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I like Chinese stuff. Okay. Especially their food. All right. I ordered from Wish. It was the wrong order. Ah. Yeah. All right, so Miami. Hmm? Did you see any other good ones? Uh, a few. There were a lot of ones that were fairly lame, but the one from Miami was really, really, well, expensive and good. I've seen a lot of drone. Uh, the, the, the drone, oh, the drone shows. Yeah, those are cool. Yes. And, and, and a lot of places have decided to... Uh, replace their traditional fireworks with drone shows because drone shows are pretty neat too, and they happen in the dark and uh, yeah, in the and in, in the air and they look cool. You see them fly around like Spider Man and uh, yeah. uh, uh, gosh, uh, now I forgot the movie where Spider Man was was battling um, Spider Verse. No, oh. no, not that one. Anyway, but you had the choreographed drone show where No Way Home. Yes, yes, No Way Home. Thank you. And in in the in the in the shows that they're putting on here, you have Washington crossing the Delaware. Mm-hmm. You got the you got the Statue of Liberty. They change colors, uh, and, and I'm and I'm I think they're also kind of right now wicked expensive. 
uh, to put on. Well, what isn't? Sure. However, you don't have the smoke, and they're quieter. But you can't. You gotta. You gotta have to have many drone shows. They don't start fires, right? Unless they crash. But they don't. They don't start <laughs> fires unless something goes wrong. They don't start fires. You know, like everything else. I'm gonna put it out there one more time. All right. What time did the fireworks stop in your neighborhood? What time do? What is the last firework explosion you heard going off last night? And like I said, I I had gone to shut sleep. up. I had gone to sleep before. Shut up. I had gone to sleep before ten o'clock. Now you're just bragging about I, it. I I woke up uh, for various reasons. One actually uh, shortly after midnight, and I didn't hear anything anymore. So I think ours wrapped up about midnight. In our neighborhood, which is unusual because uh, if the 4th of July is like on a Friday or a Saturday and people have the next day off, it routinely goes till 2 in the morning. Dallas gets me on Facebook. It's a celebrate America and go to bed at midnight. You sound like an Englishman. I, I didn't I, do I? I didn't think I had the accent. You don't. Uh, Light them off you, before midnight because you, after you, midnight, it's July 5th. That may be the sensibilities of an Englishman, but... Uh, you certainly don't sound like one. It's not the 4th of July anymore after midnight. True, it's the 5th of July. Which, by the way, smart Alex, don't start setting them off after midnight on July 3rd. I don't. know people who have a 5th on the 4th. Oh, sure. There's a, there's a Harry Carey joke in there somewhere. I'm sure there is. <laughs> I don't. I don't care what area you live in. Did it bother you or did you enjoy it? You know, if you were, if you were just sitting there in bed... You know, just laying there in bed, just waiting to go to sleep while hearing intermittent mortar fire. Or you were, you know, busy comforting pets all night. Sure. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone. Again, I don't need to know your exact address. Just the general neighborhood's good enough. Right? <laughs> just just the, 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 the two closest large crossing streets is, is good enough. You know, give me a landmark. I'll, I I live by Timberline High School. Yeah. All right. That's close enough. You don't need to know exactly where I live. Apple. 2, 2.30 a.m. Oh. <laughs> Sports brought to you by the Pork it's, Belly. It's your own fault for moving into a patriotic neighborhood. I, they got more patriotic this year. Than, and you know what? If fireworks... Hold on. Oh, we'll get to sports in a second. Sorry, Wally. Hold on. If setting off fireworks is any indicator of how patriotic somebody is, we are extremely patriotic. We are very, very patriotic. There are there are neighborhoods I'm sure you could move into where, you know, the workers control the means of production or something. Those people are less patriotic. Yeah. Yeah. Pork Belly bringing you uh, bringing you KBOI Sports right. downtown Cuna. Chef Wally is awake, they're, and by the way, they're open. Right, they now. have neat eats and hip drips. They are uh, open now until uh, two p.m. this afternoon, seven days a week at two seventy one North Avenue B in Cuna, now, and, and they have wonderful you know everything. In the in the off chance that uh, Mike Casper is listening, um, I, I I I give him gr- enough grief about the Mariners performing subpar. Uh, however, they did actually manage to beat another team that a number of people here are, uh, are, 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 are fans of uh-huh. San Francisco Giants. The 1-1. One, one. 
Swung on. Blasted. Right field hammered. It is back. It is on its way. It is gone. On top of the 24-foot brick wall, Mike Ford on his birthday. A solo bash, and the Mariners extend the lead. It's 3 nothing M's. Happy birthday to Mike Ford, Happy, uh, and, and congratulations to the Seattle it's, Mariners. Uh, it's fun to hit a home run on your birthday. I, I would have liked to have hit one on anyone's birthday. Uh, I mean, you know, or he could have been Joey Chestnut and swallow 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes in the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Yeah, either way, you are a, a top-conditioned athlete. Mm, really? No. <laughs> KBOI just, News just, Time. Just the home run. KBOI News Time, 716. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. Right now, Dow Futures down 182. NASDAQ Futures, Russell 2K Futures down as well. Joining us from his financial lair, Jeremiah Bates. (laughs) Happy, Happy July 5th, sir. Happy July fifth! Certainly happy to uh, be have this exposure to Mister Nate Shellman this early in the morning. So uh, <laughs> certainly gets you your button gear after a bit of a rough night with all those fireworks. Jeez, uh-huh. but um, yeah, me. <laughs> we're seeing futures down a little bit, but we're coming off a positive session on Monday. I mean, I think the thing that wor- was worthy of note on Monday is you had Tesla finishing up almost seven percent on the day, and this is based on the news that they rec- they re- recorded a record delivery of vehicles in the second quarter of this year. So uh, investors are certainly upbeat on Tesla, and it's done really well this year. Going into Monday, the stock was already up 22% over the past month, up over 100% so far this year. Now, looking forward for this week, it is a short trading week, obviously. So investors are going to be keeping close eyes on, number one, meeting minutes from the Federal Reserve from their most recent meeting, June 13th for 14th, providing some more details on where they feel monetary policy should be heading moving forward. We also have a very crucial jobs report that will be released on Friday. And those two things kind of move together. It's going to give us a good idea if this labor market is still tight. Now, one thing that's also getting a bit of a reaction in the markets today, especially on the technology side of things, is a report coming out that the U.S. is looking to further restrict China's access, specifically now around cloud computing. So think of the likes of Amazon, Microsoft. These companies, based on this report, it's going to require U.S. government uh, basically permission to provide artificial intelligence chips or cloud computing services to Chinese customers. Now, this is just a, a report. We don't know all the details at this point, but again, this is against a backdrop of just tensions that have already been building between US, the U.S.-China trade war, and it seems like it's just going tit for tat at this point, but we're seeing that affect uh, your mega-cap technology companies to include Microsoft and Amazon slightly. They're down a little bit in futures trading. Is the conflict between the Teamsters and UPS going to affect the market? Yeah, I mean, it's at this point, it's having a close eye on it. I, we just need to get some more resolutions, really, if they're going to come down to an actual strike. But it is, as the news is coming out today, that uh, that labor strike is possible as the labor as their talks have stalled. But yeah, if you're talking about a um, a UPS driver strike, that's certainly not going to bode well for the stock. And then it just really comes down to how long is the strike? What are the what is the uh, who concedes first? What is the compromise? And then how does that bode for UPS from a profitability standpoint? So again, too close to call, but right now, eyes are on it.
The markets are open for this short week. We will hear from Jeremiah Bates throughout the day. Thank you so much for the check-in, sir. Thanks, Jens. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Hope you're all enjoying your Independence Day hangovers or lack of sleep or both. <laughs> Nate Schoen here filling in for Mike Casper at a scheduled day off. It's, mm-hmm. he's, he's fine. His fingers are still uh, attached to his body. As far as we know. Yes. And uh, he will be back next week. Rick Worthington will be back tomorrow. I will try to make it to this afternoon. Um, but uh, if you if, if everybody in the Treasure Valley, especially East Boise, cannot set off fireworks between now and 3 p.m., I might be able to get a nap in. Yeah, I don't know. Some people still have some left. Tell you what, though, it was fun. And yesterday, I don't know if you watched any of the parade on uh, on Channel Two, or we we actually uh, aired it aired uh, parts of the uh, parade on uh, on Six Seventy mm-hmm. uh, earlier. Which I I don't know how. Uh, I'm sure the bands sounded great, and at least one of the commentators sounded fantastic uh, for, for the uh, for the parade. Uh, it was great to see Butch and Lori. Did, did he or she? Yeah. <laughs> it was great to see Butch and Lawyer, Butch and Lori, uh, Sarah Jacobson from CBS Two, and myself uh, doing play-by-play, and it was fun to actually have the parade back in Boise, and it was a, yeah. uh, it was an undertaking that I now have so much appreciation for, mm-hmm. and and I got to tell you, I barely went to the meetings. Um, we we were, were part of the planning and uh, we're part of the board. However, um. So even though you went to like one out of every nine meetings, you know it was still a lot of work. Yes. Yes, it was. And just the intricacies. The Barrett family put on the 4th of July parade uh, in downtown Boise for decades. And it just went off without a hitch. People were, you know, people just expected it. And most people shouldn't know what it takes to put a parade on. It's not your job to know what it takes to put on a parade. You're just there to watch the parade. And in bringing it back... I think one of the focuses on was on just we we just want to have just a simple Fourth of July parade, just a mm-hmm. simple patriotic Fourth of July parade, and with no conflict whatsoever, none whatsoever. And the, what, what I'm finding out the longer I live <laughs> is you, you can't make everybody happy. It just doesn't exist. Right. There's no such thing. Somebody's going to complain about something somewhere, and. Um, that's my department. Complain sure. to me because I'll pretend to care. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. And, and don't think we don't uh, you know appreciate it. One thing stood out though. What? Actually, a number of things stood out. Um, of all the floats and all the uh, all the entries that were in, Zamzos had a great float. Uh, they did they did a fantastic job. The Idaho GOP had a f- huge float. Um, there was an entry from Hammer Time, and. It was a mobile hatchet axe-throwing unit. Two guys were on a platform aiming at a, at a wooden target while in motion through the parade. Mm, what could go wrong? Uh, nothing. Nothing went wrong. It was, I mean, I don't know if it's recommended that you do that. I don't know if that's a piece of I've, equipment we can rent. I've, I've never seen it recommended in print. I've never seen anything like this on the roads mm-hmm. um, before yesterday. Uh, but no one's talking about that. No one's talking about how people were throwing axes while in motion 
along the 4th of July parade. Oh, if they'd missed once, that people would be talking about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we'll get back to we'll get back to what a number of people are talking about. KBOI News Time, 737. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. There's always something to complain about. I'll find it. <laughs> Doesn't make itself readily uh, readily available to us. We will find it. Nate Shellman here filling in for Mike Casper. And uh, Rick Worthington will be back tomorrow. Chris Walton. Uh, also here celebrating our uh, 5th of July. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently all over the country, uh, people had something to complain about, whether it was uh, you, whether you were in Long Island, New York, and, and you, couldn't go, uh, you couldn't go in the water because, you know, sharks. Or <laughs> you, were in, uh, That's you, true. you were in Miami. Sharks shark coming around going, hey, how you doing? <laughs> or, can, I, can I swim with you guys? <laughs> or you're in Miami and you couldn't go in the water because, you know, Sharks, mm-hmm. uh, or you were in a number of areas where they had, uh, you know, shootings. Um, and there were a few, you know, alligators. Sure, yeah, alligators. Can't forget the alligators. Or you went to an amusement park, and you're going to ride the... Oh, yeah. Uh, this y- happened in Wisconsin. Oh, sure. Oh, sure, you betcha. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it, a roller coaster basically stopped when part of it was completely upside down, and the people had to hang there upside down for three hours. Until they were rescued, mm. nobody was was hurt, and I love the uh, the uh, the fire department uh, saying that uh, that they believe this was a malfunction, and I'm like, really? I hope it was. Because <laughs> you know how you know how engineers are here, right? Yeah. I mean, or or, computer, or the IT people, are like, oh no, that's fine. It's supposed yeah. to do that. Turn it off. Turn it back on again. That happens all the time. Every once in a while, we'll just get to the top of the loop and just stay yeah. there. But, oh. uh, yeah, that's 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 inconvenient. Some people in Boise weren't happy about the parade yesterday. Th- this is true. They weren't happy about a couple of entries in the parade mm-hmm. yesterday. They weren't happy about guns being carried openly in the parade. We'll talk more about that as we go on. KBOI News Time, 745. Time for sports brought to you by the mm-hmm. Pork Belly in CUNA. Chef Wally making up yeah you know, making it up he has recipes <laughs> he's got a menu he's not yeah. just he's not it's not guesswork you, you go you go to the you go there you you either want the omelet or you want the soups or you want bacon or you want chicken fried steak or, or bacon uh he's got a he's got a number of things on the menu there they have neat eats they have hip drips all kinds of coffee it's the pork belly 271 north avenue b in cuna they're open 7 days a week 7 a.m., meaning they're open now, until 2 p.m. In Major League Baseball, we are just six days away from the All-Star Game. The 2023 All-Star Game will be held in Seattle. And uh, we now know two players in the American League starting lineup who won't necessarily be playing their usual starting positions. Shohei Otani left Tuesday's L.A. Angels loss to the Padres. He had a finger blister, and uh, he had to leave in the sixth inning. Uh, he probably will uh, still be in the American League lineup for the All-Star game. He'll play designated hitter, but he has announced that he won't be pitching in the game, and he was expected to maybe be the starter. Also, from the Angels, uh, perennial All-Star starting center fielder Mike Trout broke a bone, fouling off a pitch. That happened on Monday. He's going to miss the next several weeks, meaning he will also miss the All-Star festivities in game. 
Uh, Angels third baseman Anthony Rendon left yesterday's game after fouling a ball off his shin. He's apparently okay and won't go on the disabled list. Uh, for the Padres, longtime slugger Nelson Cruz may have reached the end of his career. He is 43 years old and was designated by the Padres for assignment, meaning he will more than likely be released. May pick up with another team, might not. He's hitting 245 for the season with just five home runs. The Padres are his fourth team in four years. And uh, as I said, Cruz has 464 career home runs, 37th all-time, but he is 43, which is pretty old for baseball. KBOI News Time, 747. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. This might be the last time I do mornings. Nate Shellman here for Mike Casper. Rick Worthington will be back. So for all of you who like to uh, drive him nuts, uh, you're welcome. We're, we're bringing him back tomorrow. He's enjoying an extra extra oh, yeah. day off this weekend. A uh, couple entries. By the way, ten to fifteen thousand people showed up. Nice for the uh, for the parade. That means it's it, for a city this size. It, that's very successful. And the, I got to tell you, I I know a little bit about it in in bringing the parade back. We would have been happy with 50 entries. Mm-hmm. Now, 50 entries, starting it back after three years and bringing it back and all that. It just, all right, if 50, if 50 people, if 50 entries showed up, great, fine, would have been fantastic. And a lot of the highlights, what we thought were highlights, no one's, no one's talking about. There was a, there was a, a huge flag display. One uh, an American flag that was on the Challenger, that was later found, right, uh, was also on display during the parade, as well as flags throughout you know the, the the entire country, state flags and all that. I mean, just this tremendous parade of of flags. That was to me that was a highlight. Like wow, there, I mean, there was some actual history, mm-hmm. some fantastic automobiles, people dressed up in 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 all kinds of. Uh, the, the theme was honoring the founding fathers and mothers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of a lot of time, effort, energy, money went in to bringing this back. Uh, I expected to see you at the breakfast. Uh, you weren't there, um, but um, but I mean, you know, th- I apologize. Thousands of people showed up. I for, was inadvertently sleeping for the uh, for the pancake breakfast. Uh, I like to thank the uh, Veterans Entrepreneur Alliance for uh, for for that. And however, th- there were two entries. Where the people in the, uh, the in the entries were exercising their right to open carry, and that's a that's they they weren't pointing their guns at anybody. Mm-hmm. They weren't pointing their firearms at anybody. They weren't they weren't threatening to point their firearms at anybody. I watched it. I was there, and and as I, you've pointed out a few times, they didn't break any laws. They didn't break any laws, and. Of all the complaints that people are complaining, no one's complaining about the moving hatchet throwing entry, which I want to take part in. <laughs> it just sounds cool. Although I don't think they let people do it in a parade without some practice first. Eh, sure. Um, there are people people complaining that uh, the, the parade's decision, uh, one person on Twitter says, uh, shocked that the parade allowed a militia entry into the Boise-Idaho 4th of July parade. This decision not only instills fear in the crowd, but normalizes individuals carrying assault rifles through our streets. 
Jordan says, I got told to go back to California in the Boise Independence Day Parade today. Joke's on that guy. He's probably from there, and I'm from Latter-day Saint Pioneers to Idaho stock. We'll continue talking about this uh, later on the program. Uh, real, Doug in Meridian, real quick. Go ahead, Doug. Uh, good morning. Um, happy 5th of July. Happy 5th. Um, I, I was just at a coffee shop down the street, and she said he, he was here in the... Um, Still blown off at quarter after twelve. I said it's not the fourth of July anymore. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what um, I said. But, well, my my fireworks quit around here just a little after eleven o'clock. It suddenly went quiet. Good. That's your, fantastic. Your neighborhood behaved. Your neighborhood is yeah. a good neighborhood. My neighborhood. Two two thirty a.m. At least Doug, that's why Doug sounds the way he sounds. He sounds nice and pleasant. Mm-hmm. Plus, I, he just went for coffee. I sound the way I sound because I haven't had any sleep. <laughs> the Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Oh, half of that's true. Chris is here. <laughs> Mike Casper, Rick Worthington, still enjoying some time off. Nate Shellman here. I'll be here uh, this afternoon as well. Um, and probably tomorrow as well. Okay. Find it interesting that the White House uh, did a uh, tremendous job of letting everyone know that Hunter Biden was at Camp David on Friday. Yeah. Went over the weekend. They, they, found, some, <laughs> they found what was apparently a bag of, of cocaine. <laughs> on Sunday. Testing, they evacuated for half an hour, and they, they could have just brought well, them in, back and in opened case up the was, White House earlier. In case it was anthrax. Sure. Yeah. You know, they had to have whoever their really brave guy that comes in and snorts it to make sure, that, you know, had to uh, check and see if it was cocaine. Well, it, and since he didn't die, they figured it was. Working with you for 10 minutes ruins me on the news. I'm sorry. No, no don't. Uh, because they say they say tremendous things in in the reporting of White House and cocaine. Like now they're investigating how it got there. I'm like, I think someone brought it. Mm-hmm. I I hope someone brought it. Otherwise, there's <laughs> naturally occurring cocaine in the White House, and that in and of itself is a news story. Yeah. One second it was wasn't there, and then it was. So already in in one year of the White House, we've had a uh, transgender go topless and cocaine in the White House. Wow. <laughs> right now, there's some guy out there going, this country is just out of control. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone. They, they, they also made a, uh, a good point to uh, point out that uh, this was an area of the West Wing where the public goes, not so much the people that work there. <laughs> this, is, this is where the public goes, mm-hmm. which means... There is a possibility that someone went through the tour of the White House and just what? Oh no! I can't believe I shoot! I must have dropped my cocaine somewhere. Chichi, get the ale. See, then they get, then they ask the uh, they ask the switchboard operator. Now, did anyone call and report that they're missing their cocaine? I left a small bag behind. Yeah. I won't say what's in it, but did you find one? Can you describe what the bag looks like? Uh, it's it's clear plastic. And a, and a twist tie. Uh. 
It's flour. Yeah, I left my bag of flour oh, oh, behind. Oh, oh, I forgot. In a Sharpie, I, I, I put a big letter C on it. I carry my cornstarch with me everywhere I go. You never know when line right. dancing might break which, out. Which stands for cornstarch. Yes. Yes. Paul, Nampa, you're on News Talk KBOI. Go ahead, Paul. Morning. Thanks for taking my call. I think Hunter forgot to pick up the bag before he jumped on the helicopter to go to camp. Ah, there it is. There it is. The cocaine jokes are flying. Nate, I wanted to ask you a question. How was your game up there in Seattle? uh, You know what? I actually wound up not going. Oh, bummer. Yeah, I know. I know. I actually wound up not going. Got Got all the way up there and just, you know, just decided to eat. (laughs) <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I appreciate it, Paul. Thanks for checking. You actually us. went to Seattle, but didn't go to a game. I went to Seattle, didn't go to a game. I <laughs> went to a brewery. So uh, <laughs> they do have those there. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And um, and and and, and you know, just walk around the market and all that, and mm-hmm. just enjoy time off. And uh, then I was gonna you know, go, go to a baseball s- game. Go to a baseball game. But go to a didn't. soccer game. But yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I I I've. I used to go to Seattle all the time when the Indians would play the Mariners, mm-hmm. and I've I, I will not watch the baseball team in Cleveland now, uh, from Cleveland now, uh, no matter where they go. But uh, the, the the Rays were playing in Seattle, and uh, Rays are playing some great baseball. Seattle's not, so eh, there was also a Sounders game I was thinking about checking out. But mm-hmm. every when you go to Seattle, like the drive there is better than actually enjoying Seattle because Seattle's not very enjoyable anymore. Really, it's just it's 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 dirty, depressing. It's it smells. It yeah, it's everything. Well, what's it. different about it? Uh, Pioneer Square is just overrun. Oh, it, it's just overrun, and, and it's depressing. It's and smell like fish. Now. More, more. Uh, think more Woodstock '99. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Kind of that aroma so to people it. People are setting fire to it. Um, before that, all right. <laughs> so. It's just, eh, yeah, and so you just, you just don't, en- you just don't enjoy. You, you're happy to be back here, you know. Okay. So that was that was it. Um, but then I did the, uh, and then I did the loop. I, I went, uh, I went up to Chalice and went up uh, Salmon, and then down uh, down Twenty One. Mm-hmm. Just that nice scenic drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and down to Idaho City and down to here. Yeah, you you, you have a convertible and, and and you have a convertible to drive it with the top down. Nice. So that's well. That's why I have a convertible. I don't know why you guys have one. Um, and I went the speed limit the whole time. Sure, of course you did. For those of you wondering, there you go. Because no, because I, I just got my I just got the registration reinstated on uh, on on Saturday since I didn't get my car emissions tested. <laughs> like I've said, if it's always been your dream to be a leader with a large following, just drive the speed limit on the way to McCall. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm hmm. No doubt. Where there were uh, there were people, uh, what was neat was watching how everybody else was enjoying their their Fourth of July weekend, and I enjoyed watching those, mm-hmm. seeing those pictures during the day. When I was up last night, this morning, midnight, one o'clock, two a.m., two thirty, listening to the sounds of the Fourth and/or Fifth of July. Yes. It, it it went from the sounds of freedom to oh come on still come on <laughs> this is it's, it's, it's America it's sounds it was yesterday Fourth of July was yesterday you're two hours late 
Come on. Son, Not do, Orthodox Fourth of July. Do like they do in accidents and set them all off at once. <laughs> Which, again, there were some there, there were some uh, grass fires around. There was a, a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like I said, Debbie has this thing on her phone that it, it gives her, whenever there's a police alert, it, mm-hmm. it shows up, and it's because she wants to keep track of accidents, because she does traffic, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, it last night, okay, there's there's a vegetation fire. Oh, she was telling me. Then 10 minutes later, oh, there's another vegetation fire. 10 minutes after that, oh, there's another vegetation fire. She's supposed to and have they the day were, off. And they were everywhere. <laughs> so, she was just doing news for you. Essentially, yeah. Nice. Nice. Now we 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 had the return of the uh, Fourth of July parade uh, yesterday, which was fantastic. And thank you to everybody who came out. Thank you to everybody who took who took took place in it. Uh, Butch Otter, Lori Otter. It was fun doing the parade with you guys. Fun calling the parade with you guys to the organizers. Thank you so much for all your hard work. Everybody did more work on this than I did. Uh, so I, I I just showed up and. For the people that did the breakfast, to the people that organized the reading of the Declaration of Independence, and as that one guy said, "Thank you to Caped." <laughs> it, it was it was Caped, not Caped. Caped Credit Union did a. I mean, honestly, Todd Christensen is a one man wrecking crew, but he won't take any of the accolades. Uh, so I'll say it here because he might probably call in uh, after uh, we get done talking about it. And he he spearheaded the effort. Uh, last year it was it was it was last year at this time when when it was announced that it was going to be brought mm-hmm. back, and uh, couldn't wait to be a part of it. Channel Two couldn't wait to be a part of it. KBOI Radio couldn't wait to be a part of it, and we, and we were happy that we were for every for seventy seven entries in uh, yesterday's that's a parade. Decent sized parade. It is, and 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 that's the return. So, you know, like anything that that comes back, you know, that there's going to be hiccups and. I'd like to personally revisit the whole candy thing. I'd, I'd like I, people go to parades for candy. I I, I go to parade That's for candy. I, I don't know anybody who doesn't like candy. But a few years ago, they decided that kids stepping out into the street to get candy wasn't a good idea, even if people are going five miles an hour. Which to me is just another excuse to throw the candy harder uh, or higher. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there was there was something to be to be said for everything, and I mean, for for the ten fifteen thousand people that showed up along the parade route, they seem to have a good time. But social media, being what social media is, <laughs> yeah, there were some complaints. There were some complaints, and I want to address them because I am the complaint. To, I am the self appointed complaint department. Somewhere, Todd Christensen is uh is uh. uh <clears throat> Very nervous right now. Or possibly sleeping. So I want to address one particular set of complaints later on this hour after the damn near impossible trivia question. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. We've learned a lot about me during the break. <laughs> well, one of us has. <laughs> it's uh, time for the Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. You are playing for a $50 gift card to the Deja Brew Bistro in Meridian. It's all brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Silverhawk Realty. Here to promote your property worldwide, the number 47-ranked Berkshire Hathaway brokerage in the world, which covers three continents, 12 countries, and 1,500 brokerages. Want to get hold of them? Call 208-888-4128. Now the question. What article of clothing was introduced on this date, July 5th, in 1946, 
on a fashion show runway in Paris, France. Now, this is going to sound weird, but every call on hold is someone who identifies as a man. Every call on hold is male. And and probably always has. Well, I don't at, know about their history at, as at well. Least since maybe the age of 18. So I find it interesting that of all the fashion questions we mm-hmm. could possibly ask, only men are the ones calling in on this one. Uh-huh. 208-336-3700. Chase, what particular article of clothing is Chris talking about that made its debut? It's my uh, second second favorite item of clothing, and it's the bikini. Okay, now we need to know what your favorite is. <laughs> well, 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 first would be the birthday suit, of course. <laughs> but that, I, you could, uh, uh, that's. I, I mean, does that even technically qualify as clothing? An that's, that's, it, it is an a- ensemble. Anyway, okay, the the, <laughs> the bikini is right. You are a winner! Yay! <laughs> Congratulations. You got that $50 gift card to Deja Brew Bistro in Meridian. Little known fact about the bikini when it made its debut. Uh huh. It was originally intended for women. Really? Mm-hmm. Only for women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, that was post war America. Those were the days. News coming up next. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nate Shellman here, filling in for Mike Casper. Rick Worthington will be back tomorrow. Chris Walton lives here. Mm-hmm. Never takes time off. Sort of. Yeah, ish. Mary wrote in and says there are 12 little 12-acre ranches out here going north on both sides of Cloverdale from the KBOI Towers. That's near CUNA. Uh, We all have horses and dogs. I did not hear one firework from any place here. Mm -hmm. We can see the fireworks from Desert View and the big ones from further away. But everyone out here is probably as leery of fire as I am. If anyone set off a firework, it was small and early before we opened all the windows at 10. I tried Melba once 18 years ago for fireworks and crowds of drunk people. We loved the River Festival, went to every one. After that ended, we just quit going to fireworks shows because everything else just seems shabby. I'm just a grumpy stick in the mud now. Well, not really. The, no, you're the, not grumpy the, the, because the it sounds like you got sleep. The fireworks at the River Festivals, which, by the way, occurred from 1991 to 2000 and then stopped, uh, they were wonderful. I mean, they were great yeah. fireworks, probably mm-hmm. the best ever. And and the, the reason they started the River Festivals is because in 1990, we had a big centennial for Idaho, mm-hmm. July 3rd, 1990, had a huge party, great fireworks, and everybody said something to the effect of, why can't Boise do something like this every year? So they started the River Festival. And then it went 10 years before running completely out of money. And, you know, a, a number of these efforts that went on for years mm-hmm. wasn't just the city. Uh, and and I, I didn't know no, until... Lots this, and lots of sponsors. Yeah, and, and families that were involved. And... I think a lot of people didn't know that it wasn't just the city that put on a parade for the Fourth of July. It was actually a family that did it. The Barrett family is the is the you know was the driving force behind the Fourth of July parade. And when it went away, because COVID did have a little bit to do with it, but at the same time, it took a lot of effort from the family to do it and a lot of organizing. And it's one thing to say that, and for any of you who have never organized a parade, um, it's work. It's work, and and I'm not saying it's work that I put in because I didn't. Everybody else that was involved in doing and, and being a part of organizing mm-hmm. the parade and 
working to bring the parade back. Apparently did very well. Did, I mean, a yeoman's uh, just amazing amount of work. And Todd Christensen from CapEd Credit Union last year said, we're going to bring the parade back. And the second I read that he said that, I wanted KBY to be involved. Channel 2 was also involved. Other partners uh, were on board uh, as, as a uh, as a driving force. There was there was support from the city of Boise, and th- there was there was uh, uh, Lucy Willits from uh, from Boise City Council. Mm-hmm. I can't thank her enough for all of her and input. And let's see, there were two fairly large uh, political parties that uh, were sponsors that are also sponsors, paid sponsors. They gave money to keep the parade. The Democrat and Republican Party don't agree yeah, on any yeah. on everything, but they also. Agreed that this parade had right. to happen. Yeah, those were the ones, Democrat yes. and Republican. Mm-hmm. And Zamzos for for buying. So, in in taking a lot, the 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 bar was originally kind of low. You know, to, to wanted to be realistic. Yeah. And yeah, the, the goal was get a parade, get a parade, just bring a parade. And and again, for 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 everybody you know watching or listening or or, or however you're enjoying the radio today, mm-hmm. um, hey, let's put on a parade. Okay. Sitting there letting art flow over you if necessary. Yeah. You know, you just, let's put on a parade. Okay. Well, I mean, it takes the streets coordination to shut down. It takes security. It takes uh, electrical. It ta- I mean, just a, a, a whole bunch of moving parts that if everyone's doing their job, you don't see that at all. You sit alongside the parade. Right. You cheer everybody as they walk by. And then you go the, about. The, the best parades are when you don't have to sit there and think about logistics. Yeah. Yeah. And. Just like everything else, you can't make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. And I, I would have thought that there would have been more concern. Again, I thought this was a fantastic entry. I'm not mm-hmm. complaining about the entry at all because uh, Hammer Time uh, for for the mobile axe throwing unit mm-hmm. they have, uh, they bring it to your place. You don't actually get to throw the axes while the truck is in motion with the platform like they did in the parade yesterday. It's for, it's for parties. But they were hitting the target while the whole thing was in motion, which if you've ever done was a fortunate. Yeah, if you've ever done a moving shooting drill is hard enough. These guys were using axes. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was phenomenal. A lot of the artwork, a lot of the time and energy that went into uh, honoring the founding fathers and mothers. Again, Zamzos, the Idaho Republican Party, uh, Health Freedom Idaho, you know, dressing up as the the founding fathers, and they were dressed up in costume. You know, I think uh, Thomas Jefferson was on a skateboard in in one of the entries, which I don't remember uh, in the original context. But you know, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe TJ did used to shred a half pipe back in the day, and we didn't read about it. There was also an entry that had uh, open carry. Mm-hmm. And, more, more than one, actually. There were a couple. Yeah, there were a couple that had open carry. And the the, the first moment that I knew something was uh, going to be slightly amiss, I, I was on the internet and I was looking at Twitter, mm-hmm. and a guy wrote in, and this was about uh, twenty, let's say twenty two hours ago. Okay, okay. And he wrote, "Attention, Boise, if you are at the parade, don't give the Health Freedom Foundation the time of day." They are an anti-patient group trying to shove their policies and politics down our throats. They care about money, and that's it. Okay. And I thought, okay, there's one person who doesn't care for it. And then somebody else uh, wrote just shortly after that and said, we need eggs and tomatoes at the Boise 4th of July parade stat. 
And what they were talking about is that they put a picture of the the Patriot group, the Idaho Liberty Dogs, mm-hmm. self-described Patriot group. Uh, they they didn't call them Patriot group on, on this, but uh, I'm let's glad see. They, uh, by the way, I'm glad they didn't do that because if your concern is that somebody's exercising their right to open carry and mm-hmm. you throw something at them, you're breaking the law by throwing something at them, mm-hmm. which is ironic. And now, it, now, not it was a discussion. Clearly not everybody who tweeted about it was angry. I mean, Good. one person uh, immediately wrote thanking the troops for their service at the Boise 4th of July parade. And I yes. thought, well, fantastic. By the way, one it's of the biggest pumps the, uh, of the uh, 4th of July parade, Todd Christensen. Uh, actually, I want to give Todd a little more time. So, uh, Todd, I, I, I know you're not busy because uh, you work for a bank. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're going we're gonna to keep you on hold for a little bit, okay? All right. All, all right, right, good. He he doesn't do anything. He just he basically just golfs for a living and then calls at work. Uh <clears throat> for his day job. He actually did a lot of work for the parade. But a lot of people were unhappy about people open carrying in the parade. And there actually was a discussion that went on around this before the parade happened. And didn't talk about it before the parade. But we do kind of want to address the concerns that people have because they are they are concerns, and we actually do hear you. We actually are listening. However, in this forum, you are you are free to disagree. Mm-hmm. You are free to not agree with everybody. That doesn't mean we get to silence and stop behavior. You just have an opinion and you share it here. Todd Christensen will be joining us in his capacity as president of the We the People Fourth of July Parade. Also, he does work at Capnet, uh, where he plays golf. Now, now his bosses are going to ask him a lot of questions about that. Todd Christensen joining us next. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Chris just told me off air the show moves fast when I, when I fill in. Mm-hmm. Chris has fun. I, I do. The show's not over. <laughs> Todd Christensen joining I us. Say, up till now, I've had a good time. <laughs> Todd Christensen joining us. He is the uh, president of the uh, board for the We the People Fourth of July uh, Parade Incorporated. I, I'm sure I mixed up the and messed up the official title of the Fourth uh, of July Parade, uh, world's longest title. But uh, Todd, uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, to call in and uh, be a part of the show this morning. Absolutely, great to be with you. I just want to clarify. I've been looking at my calendar here. And I only have one golf date on my calendar between now and September. True or false, so we're half of the board meetings at Top Golf. <laughs> uh, we had one board meeting at Top Golf, and you bailed out on us for lunch. So, no. Okay. So, yes, golf is an occupational hazard of a banker. <laughs> so, and, and again, <laughs> you know, recapping yesterday, because I mean, it just. I'm still not over yesterday's parade. I don't know about you, uh, just because yeah. of the, the mass amount of work, that, and I can't thank you enough for spearheading the event and, and you know getting CapEd on board and really taking the parade by the horns and uh, seeing it through. Just I, I don't know if anybody could have foreseen how much work this took. You had an idea, but even going through it step by step, you know, wow, it's a lot of work. A lot of work. Um, we started a year ago, 
Unfortunately, I work at a great financial institution that works to enhance the community, and we saw this as an important piece, not only on the financial side, but then also uh, allowing me and my time to be able to step onto the reconstituted uh, We the People nonprofit group as that transition from the Barrett family. They had done it for nearly 20 years. They were honored yesterday. I think they ended up having 23 members of their family who rode in the parade as uh, uh, grand marshals. Mm-hmm. So uh, awesome opportunity, but a lot of work, a lot of great people between you. Shout out to Ryan over at CBS2 and his awesome group, uh, Butch and Lori Otter, um, Outdoor Event Group and all of their crew. Uh, yeah, we got it done. <laughs> the, 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 it done. The, the biggest negative that we're hearing uh, among all the positive responses, and there are thank you for all the positive responses. And it's always good to hear what we're doing well. And most of the response has been positive. Thanks for bringing it back. The concerns about open carry during uh, by participants in the parade, which was a that was a topic of of discussion before yesterday. That had been a topic of discussion from the very beginning. We set out the parade entry rules. And inside of that, we articulated the state of Idaho governing laws as it relates to open carry and that's what we followed and being able to provide a venue for individuals to open carry as i watched the parade did i have personal concern absolutely i think anybody that's in the responsibility of organizing a parade and has that level of responsibility is going to have that concern but as i watched the entries that had open carry they were respectful and followed state law And it may offend other people. It may put other people on edge. And we understand that. And I think yesterday's parade, you know, you mentioned receiving the positive and the negative. This is an area of negativity. negativity. But I think it really represents the democratic principles that we espouse and have inside of our republic. And we have the opportunity to disagree. What we would encourage people to do is, in our disagreement, let's not be disagreeable but civil in that disagreement. And that's part of the intent and purpose of celebrating the 4th of July, the Independence Day, that we have a nation. We know founding fathers made the statement of, you have a republic if you can keep it. And that's the call to our community. Let's work by coming together to keep our republic. It, it seemed like a lot of the com- the uh, complaints that we saw, people just didn't like the optics uh, of having uh you know, groups with guns in the uh, in the parade. Were you worried about that at all? Right. We were worried about that. You know, we took some steps to, we the people took the step to amend the parade entries by banning, banning open carry. But then as we step back and look at state law, which again is our governance and our guidance, that allowed people to protest and have open carry on the sidelines. Um, so, you know, the, the group did think that through very clearly uh, and said, okay, we need to reverse or rescind that amendment to the uh, parade entry, allow the open carry, follow state law so they couldn't brandish it or point it at somebody or use it as a threatening means. Right. Because then that does violate state law. And the ISP, the Boise PD and others, they were prepared to respond to and enforce state law. So, again, back to this concept of disagreeing, there are people who may disagree about other things in other parades and other parts of the calendar year. 
And that's an important piece to recognize that we have the opportunity in our republic with the democratic principles to disagree. But how we choose to use that disagreement to make us better is civility. Todd, thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning to talk about this. We're going to keep this conversation going when we come back after news. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nate Shellman here filling in for Rick Worthington, who's going to be filling in for Mike Casper tomorrow. As both Casper and Rick have uh, today off, Mike Casper will be back next week. Chris Walton's not scheduled to have a day off until we allow it. So uh, you're welcome to be part I really, of it. I really have nothing scheduled. <laughs> you're welcome to be a part of the conversation on this 5th of July, whether it's talking about how late your neighborhood was uh, setting off fireworks uh, to reacting to other people not being happy about open carry in the f- yesterday's 4th of July parade, uh, which was something that I think it was easy for a lot of people to see. One of the, uh, it's going to sound like propaganda, but it's not. Um, one of the other cool things about the parade that probably few people know, there was a cash prize. There there were three cash prizes. For most guns? For, uh, no, oh. uh, maybe next year. But uh, there, there were three cash prizes for best entry, right? First, second, and third place. And $22,000, if you won the prize, you just chose which charity you wanted your prize to go to. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, it was more of an honorary thing. Then. It, 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 it was. I mean, you weren't there to get yourself paid. You were there to raise money for other nonprofits. And $22,000 went to nonprofits. Nice. $3,000 went to the VEA just for the breakfast alone, the Veterans Entrepreneur Alliance, well, just just for that. So uh, among the ten to 15,000 people, among the 77, uh, uh, 77 play, uh, parade entries, we, we recited the Declaration of Independence in its true form, not, not edited, not, uh, not abridged, not, re- not reworked. In its original, uh, in its original form, not in some other language. No, no. If, if it said mankind, it, then we read mankind. Uh, God was read, um, and you know there were people that carried uh, that open carried on the parade route, and not everybody was uh, was happy with that. Um, but there was plenty to be happy about. Again, two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. We're not doing a poll so much as. You know, there's optics, which yeah. I think is a concern. Well, and and it's it's like I said, I first started noticing that that people even were making a fuss about it uh, because they were going to Twitter mm-hmm. and mentioning uh, a couple of the uh, the entries and and guns. Now, one person went to Twitter and just said, "How many other cities had Nazis in their Fourth of July parade? Just Boise, and no, they weren't. And we didn't. They weren't Nazis. I mean, they're, I would have known." <laughs> yeah, that would have been noteworthy. Uh, th- there was uh, one that militia group, but a militia group and Nazis aren't the same thing unless they happen to have a Nazi flag they're carrying, and they didn't have one. They had uh, uh, the Captain America shield, yeah, which is not a Nazi thing. No, no. In fact, he took out both the Nazi Nazis and Hydra. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and I think that's it's not actually in history books, but it is in a movie. If somebody feels intimidated by somebody else open carry, 
by somebody else who's open carrying, whether it's a simple handgun or a semi-automatic rifle, mm-hmm. I I would put forth that that is the that's an issue that the person has who's watching, who feels intimidated, not the person carrying the uh, the weapon. Mm-hmm. I, I I I simply put, that's their problem. Not everybody else's. Right. Just because somebody feels uncomfortable. Again, there was a parade entry where somebody, two people, were throwing axes in a moving cart. Yes, there was a cage Al- around. Albeit them. not actually at each other or anyone else. No, they were throwing axes at a at a cart and uh, at a target promoting a business where they right. do axe throwing. So th- there was that. But there were there were people who were clearly anti-militia, like. One person wrote, the local militia decided to float the Boise 4th of July parade today and likely took home the award for most insufferable jackasses in attendance. Now, you were one of the organizers, so there wasn't an award for most insufferable jackasses, was there? No, there was not. Okay, but then. had we known who had, who had actually made the tweet, uh, if there was an award, we also would have put them up for the award as well. Mm-hmm. Because things like this make it frustrating because you can't make everybody happy. You can't make everyone happy. Right. All you can do is do what we can to make everyone as safe as possible. But to to ban to ban behavior which is protected by the state of Idaho. To ban behavior from inside the parade of the same behavior that's completely right. legal if you're ten feet away on either side of the sidewalk, I would put forth that there's a debate that probably should be have had there. Laws had to be followed. You open carry on the mm-hmm. sidewalk, you have to follow the same laws as if you open carry in a parade. You can't point the gun at anyone. Right. You're right. You, you can't threaten anyone with it. Can't All fire right? it. You can't, definitely can't discharge it. All right. So they, they carried it in a lawful, respectful manner. Now, here's one person who wrote in the Boise 4th of July parade was a disgusting display of open carry assault rifles. Very poor taste, Boise. The only reason to open carry is to intimidate. I support the Second Amendment, but those parade participants went too far. It seems odd for somebody to have that opinion and then to say, I support the Second Amendment, but they don't think the Second Amendment is something that uh, should allow you to apparently march in a parade showing off your guns. Well, if, if we if we ban everybody we disagree with, who's left? Well, just just us. I if if no. we ban, well, I mean, and do we get banned or do they get banned? Do, do we ban them from the parade? Do we ban them from public discussion? Or do we just keep the conversation going? Eric writes in and says, The pros and cons of the 4th of July parade in Boise. Pros, marching band, ragers, axe throwers, uh, groups of different represented Americans, Shriners, the kids behind the horses picking up after them. That's fine. Yes! Cons, Health Freedom Foundation, political ads, organization, blah, blah. Okay. Well, and by the way, you're welcome to take part in the parade as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think we disallowed too many people from the parade. And and I have to put out the Armada, uh, the Armada marching band. Uh, I mean, just that's a community marching group. I don't oh. know how many times they practiced before the parade. They were fantastic at the parade. They were great at the parade. Uh, there, there are a number of people who open carry and... 
By the way, for those of you that want to be a part of the conversation, 208-336-3700, pound 670 I, on your Verizon wireless phone. I don't I, find I, it I disgusting wonder, that somebody open carries. I, I, I wonder if the same people who were against like the Idaho Liberty Dogs uh, carrying weapons would have been against, if say it was uh, like the Marines drill team, because they use rifles. They do. And, and I, I, I wonder if somebody would object to that, or would that be an image that they would not object to? And I, th- you know, I, I think there are some people that make their feelings known about particular groups. They don't like uh, the Liberty Dogs. They don't like how Freedom Idaho, but they do like the Marines because they're, they're, they're the military. Mm-hmm. So they trust them with weapons. Nobody, uh, nobody had an issue with the Boise Police Department. You know, no, nobody has no, well, I mean, people do, but they're <laughs> stupid. But, Nobody, nobody has an issue if they see a a police officer walking around with a firearm or in a parade with a firearm. They would expect that. Mm-hmm. They just don't like certain people to have guns, which I would also put forth as part of the reason we have the Second Amendment. So it's it one of those What's freedoms like that? that everybody has. Like that joke during during COVID when they said they were lifting some of the rules mm-hmm. and that you could now have a group of twenty people without issues, right? And people were writing in and going, I don't even know 20 people without issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody has issues. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone. You can reach me on Facebook. Uh, Dennis and Eagle says, intimidation is definitely not the only reason to open carry. And the insistence that it's either really ignorant or willful, uh, or willful misrepresentation of your opposition. You cannot like it. I know there are plenty of people that do not feel comfortable around somebody else that's that open carries. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know what? I don't feel really comfortable around somebody that has 20 facial piercings. That looks like they fell face, face first in a tackle box. Or that it exploded. Right. I don't feel comfortable around somebody with neck tattoos. Unless they are actually a tattoo artist or the lead singer of a band. You know? But if I don't know that right away. Like I, Travis Barker, you'd be okay with him. Ish drummer from i'd be okay with him i wouldn't let my wife around him okay 208-336-3700 i have a picture of him with my daughter interestingly enough okay pound 670 and phone 1-800-529-kboi should should we ban open carry from the fourth of july parade just because it makes people feel uncomfortable or keep it in because it's a right people get to have oh let's see this one uh I want to say it's Heath, but I'm not sure. It says, I attended the parade. I thought it was great. I really liked the group that rode the horses. Real skill reminded me of that old saying, if life made sense, it would be the men that ride side saddle. Ah, I like that. The the, um, chore- the, the choreographed horse riders. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, this individual says, where was the mayor? MIA? Was the mayor there? The mayor was there. Okay. Hold on. Uh, I, I, I'm so glad that the mayor read the first passage in the, uh, in the Declaration of Independence. Right. The mayor was also handing out food. Uh, I mean, to people that paid to be, you know, for the breakfast. Right. Uh, she, she was putting pancakes and, uh, and, and bacon on plates. She was present. So as were other members of Boise City Council, as was the Boise Fire Department and Police Department in the parade. 208-336-3700. Also, if you want to complain about how late your neighborhood was uh, setting off fireworks last night, we're taking those calls as well. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
3700 and, and by the way, for all the talk we're having about uh, yesterday's 4th of July parade. Next year's is going to be larger. All right. Next year's is going to be larger. Have you picked a day for it yet? Um, Not the 3rd. Probably not the 5th. Sometime between then? Sometime between the 3rd okay. and the 5th of July of, of uh, 2024. That's a good idea. Well, uh, what date does Independence Day fall on? <sighs> I'll have to look that one up. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, I actually that, had... That's tomorrow's nearly I impossible actually, journey. I actually had a salesperson years ago. I won't say who it was. Um, oh, no. Or what her son does for, for a living. But I, I will say that she she asked me straight out. She said... Uh, what day is Valentine's Day on this year? Mm. And so I told her, and she was like, okay, thank you. And mm. I didn't bother to go into the discussion about how it's on the same day every year. But it, I just thought it was interesting. So, can't make everybody happy. I I was not happy yesterday. Mm-hmm. Actually, more to the point, I wasn't happy this morning. Right around 2, 2.30 a.m., I wasn't happy this morning. Gotcha. I'm told about, I'm told that I have to, I got to change, I got to, I gotta just let things go. I had to be to work this morning. At least, the, I believe the phrase was "suck it up." Yeah, I had to be to work this morning at five a.m. Mm-hmm. All right, knowing that I was filling in for people, and going to sleep last night was terrible, terrible. East Boise. Some of y'all need to just—you you need Jesus. You need to go to bed. All right, set off fireworks between ten and midnight. All right, that's the Fourth of July. Don't set them off at one freaking thirty in the morning. Now, if I had yelled that out, my you know, I don't know if if Jesus would care. There's a really famous story where there was a guy that was asleep. In fact, he was dead, and and Jesus woke him up. So, I mean, he he, did, he didn't care. About waking he should have brought him back to uh, either Boise or Nampa last night as uh, they were setting off fireworks and uh, mortars or whatever. Until uh, he said, "You can't make everybody happy." I didn't call the cops. I'm just, I, I knew I was going to complain about it now, so I'm getting it out now. 208-336-3700. Joe, Boise, you're on News Talk KBOI. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, so last night, we uh, there was a fire out in southeast Boise. And uh, I, I took a picture of it from my second floor window, and uh, it was around 830. So it was just uh, east of uh, Micron. And all these fire trucks came out there. And there were mortars being shot over the fire or over the fire department's heads, and it was crazy out where I was living. And uh, they were shooting. They were shooting fireworks uh, at the fire department. Well, I don't know, but they were shooting them over the top of their heads, you know, as they were trying to put out the fire. And uh, over in my subdivision, it was going until about one o'clock in the morning. And uh, it was just crazy out there. Uh, you say you're. Are you happy? You're in Southeast Boise. <laughs> yeah, but I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm not out by the rich area where you are. Uh, I, I, oh I, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, do you have an HOA? Oh yeah. Okay, so you you hear from these people when your grass is over a certain length, or somebody doesn't have their fence in the right area, or you're, you're you know, somebody parked in their in their driveway too long, right? Mm-hmm. Where were they last night? I, I'm just, I'm, well, yeah. Where were they? There was a there was a lady that was out in front on a on a little scooter, you know, one of those electric scooters that was going around. I think she was trying to figure out who was shooting off the 
and mortar. She might have been an HOA. Tell but me her name was Karen. Nothing. Please tell me her name was Karen. <laughs> sure, it probably was. But, no, but that's yeah, this is actually nothing. the time where Karens can shine. This is the time where I want well, every neighborhood Karen yeah, and Brad everybody to likes shine. Them. Everybody likes them when they're on your side. Yes! I don't want, don't call the cops unless something's on fire or, mm-hmm. you know, there's a body and like, part. And like I said, I mean, every 10 minutes, it seemed last night, there was another alert that there was another, they call them vegetation fires, which either means that a tree, bush, or, uh, you know, area of grass or a field, something is on fire. Now, if I see it, if I hear it tonight, I'm going to be tempted. Mm-hmm. To return fire? No. Oh. No. 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 To phone the police? I'm thinking or, about Or you'll, you'll be tempted to get mad again. I'll definitely get <laughs> mad again. I don't know if I'll call anybody about it. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KDOI. Rick Worthington will be back tomorrow. So if there's anything you hear today that you don't agree with, it's probably coming out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, Lee of Eagle wrote in. He says, I watched the parade on KBOY. I'm assuming he means the TV station. Oh, you can watch the radio. Would have liked more bands, but I thought it was great. The narrators were informative, professional. Nothing bothered me or intimidated me. I did think it was interesting that the mayor's opponent in the upcoming election had an entry and the narrator read his campaign speech. Okay with me, though. Good job all the way. Disgruntled people should volunteer if they want something changed, which I think kind of was the point you were making. But Lee also sent uh, what I was talking about earlier, uh, the thing. Calling 911 on the 4th of July. Uh, People are setting off fireworks. No. People just set their house on fire. Yes. Uh, This is calling 911. Fireworks debris is landing in my yard. No. Body parts are landing in my yard. Yes. Uh, (laughs) My wife is too upset to sleep. No. My wife won't wake up. Yes. Uh, my cat is upset and hiding. No, my cat is shooting back. Yes. Mm. So there you go. Can That's... you go back about the part where he was saying the good stuff about the narrators uh, for the parade? Ah, yes, I will. Because I, I, I you were one of the narrators. I, I, I was. Uh, did, you, did you read the entire campaign speech? Of, well, uh, the... I, you read the entry. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's what the entry was. Okay. You know, we... We we read we read what was put in front of us, and I actually uh, basically it's a coin flip for all of them, and it's it's not like there was anything scientific. I saw something somebody posted. They had been to a fair, and there was a sign, hand painted sign, mm-hmm. that said "horse entrees only." <laughs> and so, <laughs> and I thought, now there's a cooking contest. I do not want to judge. I, I knew I was going to read Mike Masterson's uh, spot. You know, mm-hmm. We knew that beforehand, and okay. it, it was a paragraph. So that was you. That was me. All right. Uh, that's why it sounded good. And uh, I, you know, that's that was their entry. I also read the Health Freedom Idaho entry. And if, if anyone knows my personal history with Health Freedom Idaho, those women have driven me nuts for years. I mean, they have they have made it their life's mission to heckle me as often as they possibly can. Are they all women? Or I don't a... know of a single oh. guy that's part of it. Okay. So uh, th- there might be 
guys part of it, but I, I, I only know the women that are a part of it. Um, Generally, if organizations are open only to women, the word women is usually in the name of the organization. Somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not in charge of naming it. Gotcha. You know, you just, you, I was Ron Burgundy. I read what was put in front of me <laughs> because the people who mm-hmm. paid, San Diego, the, <laughs> the people who paid the entry said, here's my entry. Here's how I'd like it read. Right. Now, I did take some um, license licensing with uh the other radio stations that were uh that were entered did you from this building uh in, into the parade uh because i i just i could i you know i had the microphone they didn't um for example kissin was also in the parade and the the car was driven by cma loser uh chris matthews <laughs> uh, so, so everybody everybody talks about everything they won cma loser nobody nobody talks about all the things you, you, they lose. you know it's an honor just to be nominated sure okay. sure it is that's what the losers say so uh when i when it was time for me to talk about the ticket you know home of the second most popular talk show in boise in the afternoon caves and prater fantastic yeah so except uh, it isn't caves anymore it's a Ball oh, game and Prater. Or yeah. Prater in the ball game. Well, you know, I got it wrong again. So, uh, <laughs> I, you know, but for the for the paid entries, you know, we I did say what was what was part of it, and um, yeah, uh, there, there, and I, and by the way, next year we're probably going to have a hundred entries, and I too would I would love more bands. I'd love a rock band in a parade. Oh, like going by on a, a flatbed yes. or something? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and as I say that out loud, I now want to see Kiss as a parade float. Fire and everything. Why not? I'm not sure they do parades. Has anyone asked them? I'm not sure about that either. See? I don't know what the budget is for next year, but I'd be willing to at least ask the question. Someone wrote in just calling themselves Meridian and said for two weeks our fam has traveled to Idaho enjoying Independence Day celebrations from Island Park to Meridian. Mm-hmm. Great time with family, friends, and neighbors. We didn't see, hear, or stress about trans issues, gun violence, uh, left versus right, free speech, etc. until I turn on the radio this morning and bam, Rick's hemming about bikinis for women only and Patriots open carrying in the BOI parade. Don't people get tired of being so righteous all the time? Just enjoy, have fun. Not everything has to be a political stance. Okay, three things. Three things wrong with that. Can't believe Rick said that. Uh, number one, uh, that was kind of a throwaway line about. Did you know that bikinis used to be just for women? But you also part part, part of the joke was you claim to have bikini underwear on right now. Yes, uh, and I'm not even going to check. I'll just take your word for that. There, I'll show you. Uh, no. And uh, let's see, the, the other part was that um, we mentioned that Patriots opened carrying in the Boise Parade. They called themselves Patriots, and then there were other people who were complaining about them who didn't use the word Patriots. That's all we said about that. Uh, and it's also not Rick. It's <laughs> My name's Nate. Yeah, it, it's Nate Shelman who said those things. Rick isn't here this morning. Yes. But as far He's as lazy. people getting tired of being righteous all the time, no, there are some people who never get tired of being righteous. And some people who don't consider themselves righteous, they're just commenting. But uh, no, as far as things being a you. <laughs> as far no as as far as as far as things being a political stance, uh, yeah, we we do tend to uh, reduce everything or elevate everything to a political stance, 
uh, on this radio station simply because it's mostly what we talk about. We talk about people's opinion and whether there's any political, you know, opinion about something. Right. Let's see. Uh, Bill says to me, it shows how Idaho is becoming Californiacated, and it makes me sick to see it. I would bet all the people that are complaining are not from Idaho. Also, what will those people say when they themselves are protected or saved by an individual carrying a firearm? Would that change their point of view? Uh, Not not everybody complaining is somebody from outside Idaho. There are plenty of people in Idaho who grew up in Idaho who are liberal. I mean, I grew up in Idaho, and uh, Casper grew up in Idaho, and both of us know people who we've known all our lives who turned out liberal. We know lots of people who turned out conservative and it really doesn't matter where you grew up. A lot of it just has to do with what you heard and what you believed. I was going to say, back to your email, it, was, I, it took me later on to find out what exactly they were complaining about. Right. Because there are people who are complaining about open carrying in a, uh, in a parade. Mm-hmm. I'm complaining about fireworks going off at 1 a.m. Somebody said there. Somebody wrote in just, and they said I didn't like the guy on stilts. Well, there was somebody on stilts. Or there was a number. There, there, there was the. Uh, I think it was the Boise Circus troop oh. that was on stilts. There was a, sounds like fun. I mean, I broke my hip watching it, but uh, yeah, they're very talented. Well done. Um, so I, I, I mean, if you're scared by people on stilts, I, I can't, I can't help you with all your problems. Well, if they were dressed like clowns. Then probably one no. of one of them thought they were in drag or something. No, they so weren't they dressed were like clowns. They were dressed like performers. They were dressed in drag. They were they were dressed like circus performers. Okay, I didn't get drag from it at all. But right. I I wasn't. I mean, no, I wasn't looking at it with that with that eye. Uh, but if they were dressed like clowns, I definitely would have been scared because I proudly I I'm I'm, I'm comfortable enough to admit that clowns frighten me. They, do they? Okay. That doesn't mean I'm trying. I want to ban clowns from the parade because there are kids who enjoy clowns. They're devils, but uh, there are people who enjoy clowns. <laughs> I don't try to ban everything did I you, don't like. So, did you like that movie? It? I no. Oh, okay. I that was the loudest swear I've ever said in public. Have you seen that movie? Have you seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? I have not. Oh, you probably don't want to. I don't want to. Jamie writes in and says, I get Nazi comparison to the open carry float in the parade. Think which countries and leaders have parades to show off their guns, bombs, and tanks up and down their streets. Hmm. And I think he's probably talking Talking about about Russia Russia and maybe North Korea and China. They've all done that. There was also color guards. That had open carry as well. There oh, yeah. were four different open carry color people, guards. People don't even seem to issue with. People don't even seem to notice if you're wearing an actual military uniform and carrying a, a weapon. People don't seem to notice or care about that. They're like they expect you to be carrying a weapon. Right now, there was a lady who was dressed like Abigail Adams who also had a piece on her, and such is life. Hmm. She she wasn't breaking any laws. That's she wasn't breaking any laws so she was, whatsoever. That would be the wife of our second president, and so therefore she would be considered a founding mother? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tom. Paul, okay, go ahead. Tom, Tom Emmett, Tom, Tom, Tom. you're on News Talk KBOI. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, I love these guys brandishing their automatic or semi-automatic weapons. Don't get me wrong. But uh, when's the last time the civilian has saved the day, you know, saved civilian lives with an AK-47 or a similar automatic rifle? There's been handguns that have kind of helped people out in, in a bad situation. But uh, these long guns, 
you'll find a thousand innocent victims killed for everyone by civilians. I'm not saying the military or the police, but we've yet to go and have somebody come up and save the day with a semi-automatic rifle. Well, and not having the news out there. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, for the most part, even people who openly carry don't carry a a rifle around with them. They just carry usually a handgun, a small handgun of some sort. And and those are the ones when they've actually, when when somebody has stepped forward and and, uh, killed an active shooter, it's, yeah, it's it's always a handgun. Yeah, but uh, we kind of owe a little respect to the young people, adults, children that have died this last year by the hands of people that have got their AK-47 and uh, decided that they're going to go and prove to the world that they're more manly than the rest of us. Well, that's one or, way to look at AR it. AR the, 15, other way to, yeah. the, the other way to look at it is the people who are open carrying aren't breaking the law. They're not shooting at anybody. Yeah, but there are influence in young people that, you know, this is the way to go and make yourself noticed. Trust me. Thank you. No, you well, hold on. Oh, so you're done talking about it. Yeah. Okay, sir. No, I, I, I was just asking. I mean, if they're not breaking the law, if they're not doing anything wrong, what's the problem? Feelings. Uh, the problem is, is 18-year-olds are buying guns and shooting up schools. That's the problem. That is a problem. Is that the problem of the person open carrying? Uh, as far as long rifles being open carried in a parade... You're asking for a, you're really opening a can of worms. We went through this in Emmett, and uh, so far we haven't had anybody that wants to brandish their firearms. You know, why don't they, why don't they, you know. Is, it, is, the, civilian... is the responsibility, is the act of somebody breaking the law the responsibility of somebody who's not? Go down to a, go down to a local Answer my question, range, Tom. You'll get... Answer my question. Is the, yes, it is, is the act of somebody the breaking of the law the responsibility of somebody who's not breaking the law? Well, we need we need to go and get this mass shooting thing underhand. Yes, and yes, by we do. Adding another ten, fifteen thousand long semi-automatics to the mix every every day, it really ain't helping things. But is I'm that the take- fault? I, I, again, you're not going to answer the question because the, you know the answer is no. You know, if if it makes you feel uneasy, then have the conversation and say, "Hey, that makes me feel uneasy." But that doesn't mean somebody should have their 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 rights infringed just because other people feel uncomfortable. Get six seventy KBOI on Alexa. First, say Alexa, enable the six seventy KBOI skill. Then, when you want to listen, say Alexa, open six seventy KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. It is funny how people are so used to disagreeing with Rick that they text you and say... And say, why doesn't Rick shut up today? Um, I can't speak for Rick today because he's not here. My name's Nate Sheldon. (laughs) (laughs) No one can see you waving. Nobody can see me waving. I'm still in parade mode. Uh, (laughs) I'll be on the air this afternoon. Paula Uh, knows it's you. Paula says Nate stated that the people that felt uncomfortable with open carry of long guns were their problem. There were many shootings the past few days by people carrying long guns. Do you understand why people would be concerned and worried about a mass shooting at a parade? Yes, yes. There are people who think if if you're if you're if you're carrying a gun, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's not against the law. It's mm-hmm. fine. 
it's lawful here in Idaho to do. There are other people who see someone carrying a gun as a shooting waiting to happen. Right. And I I, I understand people's sensitivity to mm-hmm. it. Uh, it's sensitivity to sensitivity to open carry, uh, sensitivity to all handguns, sensitivity to all firearms means you have respect for the damage that that particular piece of equipment and then can the, do. There's always the person who says, "I'm not the least bit afraid of guns. It's bullets I'm afraid of." Yeah. So, <laughs> and you know, if somebody is just walking with a firearm, they're not breaking the law. If that makes you feel uncomfortable. I think you should take action upon yourself, not have somebody else take action upon somebody else who's not breaking the law. Robin emails me, Nate at KBY.com, and says, Nate, uh, Tom and Emmett answered the question, uh, but you were talking over him. He did, actually, um, yeah. Okay, he said, yes, we who open carry as the law allows in Idaho should be held responsible. Well, and, I, and, I, and I got the feeling that mostly what he was arguing about was the just the gun culture. Like when, when you contribute to uh, you know either glorifying or uh, just making it larger, mm-hmm. uh, the gun culture, then you're doing something wrong. Or, uh, part of the problem is you. Which is, a, again, a matter of opinion. Sure, and, and it was his opinion. Sure. However, it's not in my opinion, good enough to limit somebody who's not breaking the law from being able to walk and carry a firearm. I I don't understand why somebody would want... I, no. I don't... And, and we've had this conversation very recently in the past. I don't understand why somebody would say, oh, we don't want people carrying guns in the parade when it's perfectly legal for them to carry guns while on the sidewalk watching the same parade. That's... Why would you limit that? I know there are people that want to limit it, period. But legally, you can't. Legally in Idaho, you can't do that. My mother used to tell me all the time when I was a kid that there are plenty of things that are perfectly legal that are still not polite to do in in polite society, and, and society looks down upon them, stuff like that. And she said, so you can't always just set the bar as legal or not. You can't have a problem with all uh, all all men who wear makeup because uh, I will point out that there's pictures of me having makeup applied to me before the uh, before the parade mm-hmm. yesterday, just for the sake of being on camera. Uh, and tr- and true, people who are on camera or on stage uh, doesn't matter who they are they uh, they wear a lot of makeup. Should I call the cops tonight? Because it's the fifth. Everything you read off. It just dawned on me. Everything you read off is a reason to not call police. On the 4th. On the 4th. Right. Today's the 5th. Actually, at 1 a.m. this morning. I guess if it's it's not actually the 4th of July, then when things are raining down on top of your house, maybe it's okay to call the cops. I don't want to call the cops. I just want to stop setting off fireworks (laughs) after midnight. One last, uh, uh, I know we're just about done here, but it's uh, one last uh, instant message came in, not signed, but it says, if the Americans that don't like guns don't want to be around guns, maybe they should move to a no-gun country, of which there are plenty. Sure. And I don't and I don't know what the parades are like there. I know the one here next year is going to be much larger. And you know, probably more money will be raised for yeah. nonprofits. Chris, it was fun. It was. News coming up next.